Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Now, on to uh, Roosters defeat the Warriors. Got any Warriors fans here? Got one. Yes, Roosters. Roosters. There we go. We've got, we go. A, uh, yep. we've got a rooster in disguise over here in his uh, Northern Eagles oh, jersey. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, wow. He got you. Wow, from the back fence over there. Trust. I deserve that. That's good. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, Roosters defeat the Warriors 14-0. Uh, this is a bit of a strange one. I'm almost, it's going to sound weird and you will probably all disagree, I'm almost more impressed with the Warriors than I was with the Roosters. Uh, Warriors missing quite a few players. Roosters, when you look at that roster, I know that the torrential, it was torrential rain, terrible, um, and I know they, I think they rested Hargreaves or they, you know, he was injured or whatever. They were solid, but I'm still not seeing that explosive premiership threat that I thought I would be seeing by this stage from the Roosters. Warriors, yeah, okay, they got beaten 14-0, but I was actually quite impressed with their resilience. And maybe it's because I have different expectations with the two sides, like with Roosters, they should win the comp this year if their team is full strength. Warriors, if they make the eight, that's a huge, huge win. So maybe that's why I'm, I'm kind of saying. What do you guys think? Yeah, I still have no idea where I sit on the chooks. I just, yeah, bizarre. I don't know. And you, you might be right. Maybe it's because the expectations are so high. Yeah. But I just, you know, once again today, to me, they didn't look like a side that has the that best fullback today. in the Holy game. shit. That was today. Yes, feels like a week ago. <laughs> That's bizarre. They just don't feel like a team to me that has... <laughs> it all blurs into one when you're podcasting all the time. My whole life's a podcast. They just didn't feel like a spine of Teddy, Manu, Kiri, Brandon Smith. Oh. Like, I just... Can you do much better than that as four individuals, realistically? Um, and I feel like it's been the same conversation for three years now. Mm. Timmy? Yeah, I've been pretty vocal about Joey Manu at 5'8 for a while. I just... I don't necessarily think it's the right move. And I know since he moved there, they're two from two. They just beat the Dragons on Anzac Day. Rain is the great leveller when it comes to footy. Not just rain. I should say torrential rain like the game that it was today. And 
defensively, obviously, Joey Marnie going into the halves. He's a lot bigger, more solid body than Sam Walker. I get that. You just look at their attack, and we've said that they've been a little bit clunky this year. They've had moments where they've looked really slick, but it's been hot and cold. Joey Manu is a ball runner, first and foremost, and he's not a bloke who passes. So when he's essentially your first or your second receiver, he goes to pass all the time, looks up, dummies, goes, nah, I'll take him on and run it. And that's fine. That's his, that's his game. Mm. But I think it just stunts every bloke outside of Joey Manu. Mm. And I, I don't think him at five... I think he can... I think he can get the most out of Joey Mano at centre when he roams and he can run for 250 metres and knock blokes over without stunting your attack. And uh, I, don't, I just don't love him there. It's, it's a bizarre thing because I feel like here he's playing the best footy he's played the last two games because it's almost like it's clearly his side now, whereas I think him and Sam Walker would struggle with that because Sam Walker obviously grew up as the main guy. Kiri is the main guy. He's won multiple premierships. I don't mind Joey at six, but you're right. It's almost like if you put him at six in there now, okay, what's, where does Sam Walker go? Because he can't play anywhere else in the side. No. Does that mean Sam Walker is just not going to play again this Whereas season? Joey can essentially play anywhere. Yeah, and so it's like, is this a short-term thing <coughs> to fix Sam Walker's whatever's going on there? Or is it, it – it is a bit you're, – you're right, they're like – where do they go from here? Like, Teddy's best footy is when he's sweeping out the back line. He gets a... Even if it's a three-on-three, three, and he either outmuscles them or uses his speed, turns into three-on-two, gets three-on-two right every time. He never had a chance to even get close to doing that. Today. Again, I know the conditions didn't really dictate and allow that to happen, but because the, the ball didn't come out to him out there. Mm. I'd love to... Roosters fans, what are your thoughts about the, the whole situation? Can, can I just add in, too, on Sam Walker, just for a bit of context. He played New South Wales Cup today. Half, he scored the first try, two tries, and then 18-4 after 30 minutes when yeah, he was on the field. Yeah, he came back on and didn't look very good after that. And he lost 34-22, so yeah. it was a landslide after Sammy Walker left the field. Just okay. on Sam Walker, I'd be very surprised if he's not in the team next week. Momorowski's okay. out. He's the right centre, and the right centre will be up against Val Holmes. Mm. Michael Hutchinson there. I really don't want that. <laughs> Drew Hutchinson is not a. He's a plug-and-play you can't put him up against Holmes. So I think Sam Walker comes back in next week after having two weeks in reserve grade. But I think today our defence has been shocking this season. Today we kept the team to zero. That's probably been our best defensive performance in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, just our forward pack is... It was different today. Tilly Tupanil came on and played in the front row because Egan Butcher and Nat Butcher were just tackling machines. They had 110 tackles combined with zero misses. Four. <laughs> So yeah, um, did he make 56 tackles? Yeah, Egan, uh, Nat 56, Egan 53, and they didn't miss, miss one Yeah, each. didn't miss one. So Crazy. attack wasn't really going to come today. It was more about can we stop defensively because we've had our issues defensively, mm -hmm. which has been the left edge, which has been Swatali's edge. So I still think that Robertson's trying to get his sort of back five in an order that's sort of resembling. I think in an ideal world, I would have Swatali on the wing in defence and then in attack in the centres but you're not going to really get that. So he's trying to piece together a few working pieces. We always start slow. Mm. It's been a thing. I'm hoping we don't start as slow this year because last season we had to run the gauntlet, win six or seven in a row, and then we got to the finals and it just blew up. Mm. So it's we've got the Cowboys next week and they're going to be ultra desperate. So it might not be the best sort of opportunity to bring Sam Walker in, but I would be surprised if he's not at six or seven next week, given Manu will probably have to play in the centres. Do you think that you do you think that you may be overcomplicating 
this like you've almost got too many guns to try to fit into the game plan or like in one set where James Desso touched it at first receiver three times and mm. took a hit up on another play. Yeah. And that was a bit like, with Teddy, he's amazing. But maybe sometimes it's less is more. Mm. He gets less plays. He's out the back sweeping. And he's just doing everything he can. But we are trying to overcomplicate it. We've got so many pieces. Uh, Cheese apparently has injured his neck now. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. I hope he's okay. He went to hospital. So hopefully yeah, that's all good. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what that'll do, but it just feels like we have way too many moving pieces. Mm. And I'm not sure how that Robbo gets that to work out, but you'd hope we're going to get it in tune before Origin. Mm. So in a couple of weeks, Tedesco's going to go. I would assume that Mano goes back to fullback. So then who knows? Mm. We've got obviously Tupo out, which is a massive loss, I think, in attack. Yeah. He's our set starter. Mm. He got, runs for 150, 160 metres. We're having Corey Allen on the wing. It's not... We're just missing guys. I know you say we're not healthy. We, everyone wants to be healthy, but we just seem to lose players right when we're trying to fix something. Mm. I like and the so, Suali to the wing in defence play just for the, the ball carries back, especially with Tupu out. You're missing, what, he'd run for two, 250 metres a game. Suali, perfect. It went, St George targeted Suali's wing. There was a try there where Ravalawa just shifted his hips and went straight out the outside. Suali's defence, I think, is best when he's on the wing because he's able to jam in. At centre, he's just a little bit out of position. And now he's got a new winger in Allen. I think if it was a dry track today, we would have been in more trouble defensively because the Warriors would have been able to shift. Mm. They also lost with Tendi's lows now. had to play fullback. and took away from their right side, which would have mm. attacked us. So, Suli is an interesting one. He reminds me of a player that's been so dominant coming up to the grades that he, has, that he thinks that he needs to be that now in first grade mm. and I don't mean that as, as a shot at Sully at all like he's so talented but I just think that he needs to maybe just take a little bit of a backward step like for example there are a few times where when he had a bit of space on the edges his immediate thought was I'm going to break the line here rather than mm. how do I set my winger up to score a try how do I put myself in a position where the winger gets the ball because he's so used to being the main guy, which is it's, it's going to be a really interesting balance over the next... Because um, he's not going next year, is he? He's going... Yeah, it's, he's got another year, yeah. Mm. So it's going to be interesting to see if he can find that balance. What are, you, what, what are your thoughts on the Roosters at the moment? Well, I, I do echo what you said. I feel like there's a lot of um, conjecture with our lineups. I personally feel like, and it's definitely not a shot at Hutchinson, but mm. you're not Orbison. No. So we're up. <laughs> like, and it's just, I, I understand where they're coming from with that utility role, but you're not him. Mm. Like, mm. Robbo, I would never doubt. Mm. I'll never question. Top three, in my opinion, coaches. But it's getting to a point for me where, like, I understand what you're saying with the Teddy. Yeah. The Teddy thing, trying to play hero ball. I wouldn't say it's hero ball. It's just maybe just touches it one too many times in a set. Like, today he was first receiver a lot. And he's yeah. a fullback, so it's like... I think with Origin coming up, it might be a blessing in disguise as well because, say, Joey, like Teddy goes, Joey drops back, Walker comes in. Mm. Say that two, three weeks Walker had with um, New South Wales Cup, that instills a little bit of confidence and a little bit of the pressure gets relieved because it's Origin period. Mm. So whether AC goes or whether he's not ready... We're going to lose some plays in and around. Lindsay Collins will go Queensland. Mm. There's going to be a little of alleviation off the shoulders of this is Roosters football. 
this is how we play. Yeah, that's a good point. Every team has a certain standard, like you were mentioning. Mm. The Roosters have their standard of hit. We are a new spine in terms of adding cheese. He's coming from a completely different system to the Roosters. They may look like they're the same, but they'd be completely it's different. Yeah, so different. So when you're looking at someone so influential touching the ball, he looks a bit fatigued. He looks a bit tired coming off a World Cup. Give us 10 to 15 rounds, then make an assumption. Mm. Um, but I just think that if we play Roosters football and we have players in their designed positions, then I think that will be successful. Mm. But you just can't rely on Hutchison in the centres, Corey Allen of having played two games, fame, to win your game. <laughs> like, you can't, you, you just can't depend origin, on... Bro. Yeah. <laughs> an origin winner. No. Yeah, true, true. But it's like, you just can't depend on um, these fringes, as you keep saying, to win you elite football games. Mm. And I've been so disappointed at times mm. uh, in the way that we've played, but I just trust that Robbo's got a process and that process will fulfil itself by the end of the year. He's... Mm. He's always been clinical in the fact that he can take a team of, say, misfit positions and people that are playing not their role um, and make them better by the end of the year. I think mm. it's you, if you don't judge, don't judge us on our worst day or our best day, judge us right in the middle. Mm. And you can't tell that now. Yeah. It's, they, I mean, notorious slow starters. I, my only concern with the Roosters is it's been quite a few years now that you haven't really seen. I mean, it's been what, five years since back-to-back. And since then, haven't really fired a shot. I don't think you've even made a prelim since then. Yeah. I know you've had some injuries. Got the big fella over here. Yeah, look, um, both of the boys have really pretty much nailed it, hit the mm. nail on the head. Um, I'm more happy that we actually won a game with Hargrave sitting on the bench. Yeah, um, that's a good point. You know, that's like he's point. been so influential for us mm. throughout his whole ten- tenure with us. Yeah. And, um, so it's, it's pleasing to actually take on a forward pack like the Warriors have. And mm. um, yeah. Get the job Dominate, done. Get the job done. Mm. You know, like, I mean, 14 nil. Yeah, okay, the conditions were horrendous and all that. But, um, you know, you still got the, like, you still got to go out there. You got still got to play the game. Both mm. sides have to play in the same conditions. And yeah. we managed to put 14 points on and they didn't. Yeah. You know, um, and you're in the top four now. So yeah, it's well, like, I mean, like, like, you know, like, I mean, that, that's the other thing. Like, you know, we're all, you know, being negative Nancy's over here about how bad they're going, but they're still in the top four. Like, yeah. You know, what other team can say that? Yeah. yeah. Three other teams. But I mean, like you know, what 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 more can you ask for? You know. Yeah, what I mean? no, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a pretty good. Um, it's almost like the storm, kind of like the storm situation where like we expect so much of the roosters in the storm that if we were talking about any other team, we'd be like, they're in the top four. Like, this is a, and the Roosters are in the top four and they haven't even played close to their best footy yet. Well, look, look, look at the other teams in the top four, mm. right? Besides, like, okay, the Broncos had a really shocking game on the weekend, mm. but, you know, everyone else has been playing pretty consistent football. Yeah. We haven't played any consistency whatsoever. For sure, for sure. You know? The only consistency that we've had is that we've had to pre- practically pe- piecemeal it together a game plan. Yeah. And still haven't even played our best footy yet. So, yeah. like, I think we've only played one decent half of football the whole year, mm. and that was it. Yeah. It was like, was that the Eels? The Eels? Was that the yeah. Eels game? We probably second half against South. Actually, I would say that. Oh, South. That was definitely yep. it. Yeah. I was just one more question on Angus Crichton. Obviously, mm. he had that time off with his mental health. He, he's come back in two NRL games and looked quite rusty. And we talked about Ponga getting that confidence back. 
with the Roosters having now Tupanua back, Nafua White's been killing it in New South Wales Cup, would you think about maybe giving Angus Crichton a few more weeks in New South Wales Cup just to build up that confidence? Because mm. he started last week, played 60 minutes, was a bit rusty. This week he played 25 off the bench, made a few errors. And he's talked about being in origin camp. Maybe a few weeks in reserve grade might do him the world of good and the Roosters have the buy of origin. So he might be able to go into camp as like the 23rd man mm. and just get around that squad. Yeah. He's had such a long layoff, mm. maybe a few extra weeks just to build up the confidence in reserve grade. Uh, so I th- well, I think Kalen is a little different because it's like a physical confidence with Kalen. Like he's, he's concerned about contact, whereas like with Crichton, I think that... First of all, I think you should start him off the bench for sure. Like I don't think he should be starting. Um, I think that he's also played so long, so consistently for the Roosters that you can almost trust a little bit more that he'll be able to get back into that form a little bit quicker. Um, and I just, yeah, I just really rate Crichton. I, I think that it's going to only take a few games before he's back to where he needs to be. Um, but you're right in regards to, I don't think you should just boom, put him in the starting edge back row. I'd even just like bring him on in the middle there and just try to get him physically in the game. Like, mate, 20 minutes, I need fifth, oh, I need 12 hit-ups in 20 minutes just to get physicality, like the physical contact into his body, fitness. He'll be back to his best. He's, he is one of the most consistent back rowers, if not the most consistent back rower of the last maybe six to seven years. Um, I struggle to think of any other back rower outside of maybe like what Boyd Corner that's been. Yep. Like he's right up there. On Nat Butcher, if Crichton and Sertilli Tubino are back fit, Nat Butcher needs to keep his spot on the edge. He is the defensive workhorse. When mm. we won premierships, Jake Friend was the defensive workhorse. Mm. Now it's Nat Butcher. He just tackles and tackles and tackles. And I would say he's the future captain of the Roosters. You reckon Nat Butcher? Yeah, easy. He yeah, was okay. the captain in the 20s for the SG ball. Mm. He just, he's an on-field leader. He just leads the pack. Yeah. He doesn't make stupid mistakes. He's just... A workhorse. Yeah, okay. Simple things. I, I really like Satili and Crichton as starting back rowers. Like, I really, really like that. But you're right in regards to if you want one of your back rowers to just be a tackling machine, then Nat Butcher is well, we bloody. Satili prop today. So maybe that's something. Yeah, that moving him in the middle there. Yeah, we got Spencer coming. Yeah. Jared apparently hasn't re signed, so I don't. There's a lot of. I mean, look, things are looking good at the Roosters. <laughs> oh, yeah, playing last year. Bye, Turbo. Yeah. Like, oh, I personally come. thought last year when Satili got injured, I personally thought that probably saved him from getting replaced by Nat last year. I think that was about to happen, then the injury happened and it forced their hand. Yep, mm. did well, yeah. Yeah, Ro- look, Bruce is... <laughs> I, we've, as, as you've said, like, we're, we're being negative here, but I think it's because we have standards for the Roosters that are similar to the Storm, where it's like we're, they're in the premiership business. I just want to say, I know the, we'll harp on about the refs. The Roosters got a lot of decisions to go away today. <laughs> Tedesco dropped one about 20 metres out. Oh, man. Blind Freddy could have seen that. Was a, man, <laughs> I don't know one. what it is with the Warriors, but they get smashed <laughs> with bad calls. Uh, they, I'm going to say it now. The Warriors are going to beat Penrith next week. You reckon? Yeah, the Warriors look good. They look good. Don't try and steal my glory, bro. I'm a I picked the Tigers. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Pick the Tigers and almost snubbed them on the review. So you're picking Warriors to beat Panthers? Yeah, well, the back-to-back curse. The Roosters know we sucked on 2020 after going back-to-back. You just can't be up for that long. All right. It's not possible. Okay, okay. Plus, I got injured. I'd like to say that Victor Radley is targeted and that he's the cleanest player. Like, he's just always targeted. Well, 
He got a pin named after him. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that picture of the dude yeah, with the pin? So good. So good. And at one stage, he put up a zero, and I thought, oh, beauty, you're saying how many sin bins you've Lovely. Hopefully that can get sorted out. But yeah, uh, Warriors, let's talk about the Warriors. What do you think about the Warriors, mate? I'm going to come out and play the optimist, but I'm not sure I'm optimistic enough to say we'll beat Penrith. <laughs> um, look, it's, it's a hard game to get a read on. The, the conditions were torrid, and we are down a lot of troops. But you can't blame troops. Everybody's down troops at the moment. Um, I think what it did show is how much chance actually affects our attack. Like, I love Dallin as much as the next bloke, and I love his, his metres out of, out of our end. Mm. And he's a fantastic finisher, but he just doesn't have that passing game. And while people can say Chance isn't the greatest passer, he certainly has a bit more in his in his game, and he can worry the fence a bit more with the ball in hand. But it, it is hard to to get a read on with the conditions. You could see Sean Johnson would just the entire game would just turn players under because you know sliding defence it's going to be hard to to cover that back up. But Roosters just kept kept that up all game, mm. so. I'm optimistic. I'm not too upset with, with the loss. Our defence was really strong, only letting in 14 points, and one was off a, off a kick to Satili, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm, I'm quite happy with the performance and overall with the performance this year. I think I've only been let down once, which is probably the Knights um, game, mm. which is a far cry from other seasons. I'm used yeah. to being let down as a Warriors fan. So yeah. Sorry, bro. <laughs> um, what I what I loved about the Warriors' performance is like, Kurena, you like that one? Thanks, bro. Um, I already apologised to him earlier on your behalf. Um, so what I loved about the Warriors' game, and it sounds bizarre, they lost fourteen nil, but like. Even under pressure, even chasing points, even after the Roosters, they stuck to their game plan. Usually the Warriors just go AWOL. They just start throwing cutout balls, looking for points wherever they can find them. They stuck to their processes no matter what. Even when you could make the argument it wasn't working and they weren't getting points and they had all the field position, they continued to stick to their systems. And I just, I just can't remember a Warriors team... I just can't remember a Warriors team that would do that. Usually they'd get stressed out and start going crazy, and before you know it, they're down by 30 or something. Yeah, that's, a, that's exactly it, Campy. I think that's what Webster's brought our team, is that structure. And, yeah, while it might not have worked against the Roosters, they are a top team in the NRL, mm. and totally leak 14 points is fine. And the fact that we didn't get overwhelmed at the moment, we kept coming to the very end to make those points. A um, few decisions definitely, you know, didn't go our way. And I'm, I'm glad that everyone can sort of see those. But, um, like, Ford could have crossed a, a couple times mm. if he holds onto the ball. Like, yeah. we weren't far off it. And, you know, scoring zero points is, is never a good thing. But if you watch the game, it, we were no, nowhere near that bad. And the conditions certainly didn't help. And, and we are out there without our entire forward and pack. So, Tohu Harris, injured? Yeah, missed one there. Jazz. Jazz Tavanga. Uh, Tomate Martin. Chancellor Klukstad. Um, you've got um, Metcalf. He looks like he'll be back <coughs> next week or the week yeah, after, so that'll be interesting. Um, I love that call there saying you got held to nil but weren't too disappointed with the performance because spot on, like, probably the first fan to ever say that about their club after getting held to zero. Like, I feel the same, mate. Like, it was nothing too bad to take out of it, was there? Gee, you missed Toru Harris. Like, such a subtle little aspect of his game 
but his tip on at the line generates so much ruck speed and so much attack for you as well. And I think every game he's missed this season, there's been a few there, you miss him so much. He, he is so underappreciated. And like New Zealand, because they're not in Australia, they don't get the same media, obviously. As, and they do get rough as anything calls. But I just love the patience. that if, if they keep sticking to that and then they can bring some big recruits in, like RTS, for example, like they are building something special there. They re- I'm really, really excited for them. And again, if they were an Australian club right now with a new assistant coach, all the rave would be, look at this, you know, this assistant coach, Webster, look what he's done. And yeah, we've seen a little bit of it, but you know, I, we say it each week on the podcast, even right now, Dalian coach so far for me of the year is Webster. Now it's a long season, plenty more to go, but when you look at the roster and the recruits that were made, they really weren't that impressive. In On paper, they weren't that impressive, but he's, he's recruited the right type of person. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword though, because as much as I'd love the media to get around him and see how impressive we're doing. Mm. Maybe having not having that pressure and that expectation is doing us wonders. And mm. I think Webby's really rallying the boys, you know, tremendously for a team that will favourites for Spoon probably outside the Dragons this year on Dolphins. But for until now, and this loss puts us down to about seventh, but mm. I think we're still equal, maybe second. No one was talking about it. And... I still think form-wise this year, consistently, we've been one of the better teams. And mm. having this game, yeah, zero points, torrential weather. We're without our entire team, practically. Another thing is Dylan Walker at six. I love him. I think his impact off the bench is sorely missed. Yeah. And having him at six is it's a plug-and-play at the moment. But if we can get him back off that bench as well, as much as he's still playing for us, mm. his impact off the bench is just, it's well, tremendous for think us. Think about this. You've got, you've got Cowboys, who've got the team they've got, sitting at 16th. Tigers, Tim Sheens, Benji Marshall, Robbie Farrar, recruited crazy. Dalian Backrower, Origin Hooker, Johnny Bateman, Dalian Backrower <laughs> as well. Then you've got the Bulldogs, also recruited crazily. Uh, assistant, new coach, everything like that. It's the Warriors that are in the top eight. Like, it is phenomenal what you guys are achieving. So, And it's the way you're going about it. I don't think this is a flash in the pan. I don't think, like, I genuinely think there has been a complete change in standards and expectations. And I don't see you guys finishing in the eight this year, but building towards the future, like, I mean, we haven't even mentioned Volkman. I mean, you've got Volkman, who's a young half coming through as well. It is, it's exciting times. It really is at the Warriors. Uh, yeah. One thing I was uh, going to strung by you guys is Johnson, before this year, I probably would have said this would be his last, but he's playing so well, and especially with RTS back next year, I'm almost certain Johnson gets at least one more year with the Warriors. But after that, I'm not sure we have many halfbacks in the building. In the building. I don't think Volkman is a future halfback. I think he's more of a 5'8", but... I don't mind Tomato Martin. Who there, boy? Yeah, I, I, I honestly think he might be able to develop into one. I think he's got a lot of class about him that doesn't get appreciated. People forget 2017 when they went on that run. You know, he was a big part of that. Yes, Michael Morgan was the main guy. But I, I do think Tomato Martin might be someone who could step in. Or you go into the market, you go guys like Peru, uh, the Sharkies. Um, oh, who's the other guy at the... Um, Kendall? 
Sorry? Trindle. You got, oh, you got Trindle like as well? Trindle. No, no, you got, you got Trindle like as well. Good. Because these, these are players that are going to struggle. Now, Trindle may... If Trindle gets impatient now, he may go, well, I'm not going to wait two years because Trindle's ready to play first grade right now. Is a number seven. You're going to have coin to do it. So I really like the prospects, man. I honestly think the Warriors are in the best position probably since 2011. I also think <clears throat> Volkman eventually, you'll find his way. I, I, like, I'm obviously a big fan of him. When he's coming to first grade, it's been well below bar, though. There's no denying that whatsoever. Uh, I don't know. Do if you, you see watch... Demario Martin? Do you see, do you see him as I a seven? I love him. Or no? I think he's so underrated. But do you sorry? Do you see him as a seven or not six? I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Okay. I'm not convinced either way. I wouldn't push back on what you're saying though, mm. at the moment. But I think Volkman will be a seven. Do you do you, do you watch your cup side all that much? Uh, when I can. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's no guru. No guru. <laughs> no guru. <laughs> he, he's he's too good looking to be a guru. Um, he uh, like he's been absolutely carving it in reserve grade. And granted, when he's coming to first grade, it hasn't been impressive. But I just think with time. Volkman could be that guy that you're looking for. I really do. What, is he like 20? He's young. He's young. Very young. Yeah, and very also, young. signed by the Roosters. If the Roosters are signing <laughs> you and wanting to keep you, there's something that you got something special about yeah, you. Sure. Side to have him at the club, I just thought his future was a bit more at 5'8". Yeah. It's um, mm, fair. But, yeah, I lo- love him as a player. And, mm. yeah, as, as Guru just said, I echo it. I haven't been as impressed in his NRL performances, but every time I see any sort of cup game, he, he is just killing it. And um, I love the fact that he has come to our club. Because well, when the at, Brewsters are throwing big money, it's hard to knock that back. Look at, like, people just, like, I'm not saying I'm not saying that you are saying this, but just with halves, it takes so long for them to get comfortable in, in their position. Like, even Katoa, like, at the Dolphins, he is, was touted as, like, the game's next superstar, you know, look, everything that he did in reserve grade, he's, he's going to be, he's Joey Johns, he's this, he's that, he's, he's everything. He hasn't done much in first grade. Like, he's just done his job to a degree. So even guys that are supposed to be generational freaks, it's six or seven, you know, it takes some time. Nathan Cleary, like, people were calling for Cleary to be dropped three or four years ago. Like, P- Panthers fans will remember. Like, <laughs> people were literally saying that he, like, he's terrible, you know, shouldn't be playing, his father coming back, worst decision ever. Um, and so I agree with, like, kind of what Guru's saying. Like, and as I said, I'm not saying you're saying this, but, you know, Volkman, give him time. I think he can... I'll tell you the other one that, I mean, you've still got Metcalf there. He's Now, Metcalf, exciting. to me, I think he's a fullback, <clears throat> Right. The guy that I look at when I think about Metcalf is Nico Hines, who I was sitting here a year ago going, fullback, not a halfback. Mm. I know that Metcalf thinks he's a halfback, and potentially it could work out. You look at the like even their journeys. Like he was at Manly a few years ago, completely unwanted. Metcalf left, killed it at the nines comp. Remember that killed nines it at comp? the nines, yeah. yeah. And I think I think what the Warriors have done with Metcalf over the last few weeks is says, like he's been sent to San Francisco as well to deal with his hem. No one's spoken about it because he hasn't had videos made about him and all that sort of shit. But the Warriors have identified that he's got a big future. And I, I think your coach, whatever people want to say, I think he knows what he's doing. And I think he's identified that Metcalf could be your answer over the next few years. Yeah, well, we did play him at halfback in our first trial, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, last thing I want to run by is before I pass it off to the Dragons and Doggies fans, is RTS, fullback or centre next year? Uh, I've got quite good mail from... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Pretty good source that he'll, he's signed as a centre. Uh, because, I mean, for, for a million reasons, but, you know, you want longevity with him. You want him to be playing. And I just think that in today's game, with the speed of it, I don't want him taking 25 hit-ups. You know, let Chance do that, or even Metcalf eventually if he does become fullback. Chance loves that kind of stuff. It's almost his bread and butter. Whereas like RTS, a fresh RTS with a bit of space on the edges, almost probably the best one-on-one ball runner in the comp. So uh, He has to play if he does that, the roaming role. Yes. Like the yeah. Joey Marnie, Joey Marnie. mate, scan over the field, play yeah. as a second fullback. And just jump in. Just, just, you don't have to do any of the shit carries. Yeah. Just keep his body. And also, I think RTS is still only 29, 30, maybe. So he's Jeez. not like, he's actually not. Like he could, be, he could be coming into his prime. Yeah, which is crazy, yeah. like crazy thing. And also at 29, 30, he's a little bit bigger. So he doesn't have to cover as much ground in regards to like, you know, usually fullbacks, if I recall correctly, is like around an eight to nine K mark, kilometer mark in running. Whereas center, you're looking around the four to six K mark running. So like RTS is a strike center for the Warriors with a full strength. Like tell me the last time you had Volkman, Tomote Martin, uh, Metcalf, Sean Johnson, Charles Nickel-Hockstad, RTS all around that spine fighting for it. And then you got Egan who's getting better and better. You got Freddie Lussick, Anyway, exciting times for the Warriors.